Welcome to the sermon podcast of Christ Church Madison, a community coming home to Jesus and His Church. For more information about us, visit ChristChurchMadison.com. Morning, everyone. If I haven't met you yet, my name is Caitlin. I'm the ministry director here at Christ Church, and um, Father Scott, our pastor, is away this week, so you get me. Um, it's a pleasure to be here with you this morning and to, to share just a very brief word on our gospel this morning. Um, in our tradition, we always read this passage from John 1 on the first Sunday after Christmas. It's the way John starts his gospel. It is written as a poem, so it has a lot to unpack, um, and it can be hard to listen to or hard to read sometimes. Um, but it talks about the mystery of the incarnation. It's this idea that God became human in Jesus. And as I sat with this passage and as I meditated on it, the main theme that stood out to me was the theme of light. And the main emotional response that I had was that of gratitude. Gratitude for the light in my life and uh, light that helps us to see, helps us to see what's around us. That's basically how our eyes work. They take, uh, they process different wavelengths of light as different colors and then our brain processes that into different shapes and creates an image. Nerd moment, had to throw it in there. I hope I'm close on that. I'm not an optometrist at all. Um, but John talks about Jesus helping us to see God and also to see ourselves in this passage. So let's take a look at that first part. The light of Jesus makes it possible for us to see God. Look at verse 18 with me. No one has ever seen God. The only God who is at the Father's side, that's Jesus, has, he has made him known. Apart from Jesus, it's impossible to truly see and know God. Paul says that really clearly in Colossians. He says that Jesus is the image of the invisible God. His actions are God's actions. His words are God's words. Unlike the Wizard of Oz, who was hiding behind a curtain and really did not want to be found out, God wants to be known. He sent Jesus to tear down all the barriers between himself and humanity. Jesus' life and light not only help us to see God, but also give us access to him. That's, that's amazing. And I was filled with awe and gratitude when I thought about that, and I sat with that this, these last few weeks. So the light of Jesus guides our eyes upward, but also inward. Let's look at John again. Look at verse 4 with me. In him was life, and the life was the light of men, or of humanity. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. He's our light. He shines on us. But what's up with the darkness? The prophet Isaiah, in a passage that we heard at Lessons and Carols, recited by Eli, he did a brilliant job at it, um, in that passage, the prophet Isaiah says, the people who have walked in darkness have seen a great light. Walking in darkness can either be like blundering around, not knowing what's around you, or it could also mean actively participating in the darkness of sin and evil. Jesus's light allows us to see what we're doing, to actually recognize what it is that we're doing. And he also exposes our brokenness like a surgeon who shines a bright light on the part that needs to be fixed, that's broken, Jesus does that on our lives too. 
but that does sound kind of scary. Who wants to have their dark side illuminated, right? Um, the good news is, though, that Jesus doesn't stop at highlighting our sin. He, the good news is that he overcomes it with his light. He expels the darkness. Look at verse 12. For those who receive him, he gives the right to become children of God. Again, I was just struck with awe and gratitude as I sat at this. I'm so thankful to know that I belong to God and that darkness has not overcome the light in my life. So that's, that's Christmas. Jesus is the light of the world who allows us to truly know God and to see ourselves. But in the Sermon on the Mount, which we'll be studying together for the next few months, Jesus says something astonishing. He says, you are the light of the world. That's us, church. Jesus called us to be the bearers of his light to the world. One of my best friends in high school was a scout. And one year, she got to carry a very special light. So she and her scout troop traveled from our hometown of Krakow, Poland, down to the border with Slovakia, where they met up with a group of Slovakian scouts. Those Slovakian scouts were carrying a lantern with a lit candle inside. So my friend and her group lit their candle that they had been carrying from that lantern and brought it back to Poland with them. That light had been carried by a relay of scout groups all the way from Bethlehem. Kind of like how we pass the light around at Christmas Eve uh, during Silent Night to each other, only on an international scale. <laughs> each leg of the journey, that light had been stewarded and carried by a group of scouts whose objective it was to pass it on to the next group and spread it around to as many people as possible along the way. Lights all over Europe were lit from that candle in homes, in churches, in schools, offices, hospitals, prisons, all over. Uh, it's a movement called uh, Peace Light from Bethlehem. It's been going on for about 30 years, and it did come to the States a few years ago, too. You can read about it online if you want. But this is an awesome image of our lives as Christians. We all carry the light of Christ inside us and share it with people along the way. We are trying to pass the light on to the next generation and spread it around to as many people as possible around us. This is a large reason why I have the light of Christ in my life, because my parents passed it on to me. I'm so thankful for them and for all my other spiritual mentors who shared the light of Christ with me. If you're a parent and you have children and you're following Jesus, you're probably doing this too, like my parents did. If you don't have kids of your own, you still have a role to play as a spiritual mom or dad or friend to the kids around you. I definitely feel this here at Christ Church. I've developed a passion for curating a light-filled environment for our kids to grow up here. These are our next pastors and worship leaders and teachers and artists. We're building the next generation of the church as we pass on the light of Christ to the young people in our community. But another thing I love about our church is that we have folks here in all stages of their spiritual journey. Not everybody was raised in a Christian family. Some people came to know Jesus later in life. Some people are encountering Jesus for the first time here at Christ Church. I've absolutely loved seeing those of you who have been followers of Jesus for a long time coming alongside and encouraging newer believers in their faith. 
that is spreading the light of Christ in our community. Along our journeys, we all encounter people who are walking in darkness. And the light of Christ is powerful enough to dispel any darkness. All we have to do is offer it. We as the church are stewards of this light together. It's not a solo operation. Praise the Lord. <laughs> light shines brighter from many wicks. I don't know if you guys noticed this when we were singing Silent Night at the Christmas Eve service, but when we all had lit candles, the room got so much brighter. And that's exactly the same in our lives, figuratively. When we gather together in the name of Jesus, we strengthen and encourage each other in our stewardship of the light. Whether it be on Sunday mornings here in our Edgewood gym, um, if it's at Evensong services or in our soup and bread groups, or even just social gatherings, we stoke each other's flames, so to speak. I'm so grateful for the church, for this place where I can be encouraged as I steward the light of Christ in my life and where I'm encouraged as I pass it on to others. So that's my enduring impression from this passage in John, is gratitude. Gratitude for the ability to see God and to see myself. Gratitude for the light that illuminates the darkness in my life and confirms my identity as belonging to God. Gratitude for the stewards of the light in my life who passed it on to me. And also gratitude for this opportunity that I have to pass the light on to others. In the season ahead, starting with the Feast of Epiphany, which we'll be celebrating next Sunday, we'll talk more about Jesus being revealed as the light of the world. If you're a follower of Jesus, I hope that this morning you're encouraged as you steward the light in your life. If that doesn't describe you, I want you to know that we're so glad that you're here. And like I said, there are people here on all stages of their spiritual journey, so you are not alone. Jesus is the true light, which gives light to everyone. And he's available to you too. I'd like to close with the collect that we'll be praying later in the service. I had written all of this and then looked at the collect and was absolutely blown away by how perfectly it matched what I was talking about. So would you pray with me? Almighty God, you have poured upon us the new light of your incarnate word. Grant that this light kindled in our hearts may shine forth in our lives. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen.